T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Then put your Has the rodent determined what's up yet? Not that I know. You know, it's interesting. Our sister station, the fan in Pittsburgh, is broadcasting live from Puxatawney today, Josh. Mm. And they've Mm. got the hats and the coats on that they all wear out there with those dorks looking at a rodent. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that there's a worse club to belong to. Than whatever that is. Than the Puxatawney Phil yeah. Groundhog. There actually is, yeah. Josh. And we've talked about this years and years ago on this show. And actually, people have reached out over the years about this. The the metal detector club. If you're if you're part of the metal detector club, yeah, that's that, that that's peak. Like you got nothing else going on, right? I just wonder what else happens the other times of the year when this club gathers. Well, do they have meetings? Do they set things oh, up? Sure. Like like this is a big spectacle that they're going to do. And I'm sure right about now, um, the thing is being pulled out of the ground and rousted from its house like you, you would think PETA would have been in there years ago claiming animal cruelty on this thing because they're reaching down into a hole and they're pulling this rodent out and they're going did you see your shadow and the rodent's looking at them going it's eight in the morning put me back in my hole old man like what are you doing here and so that's what's going on right now out in uh, in, in Puxatawney so if he sees his shadow or she sees his shadow it is uh, six more weeks of winter. Is that what we're looking at or the other way around? I don't know, but I do know there are 38 days now until we set the clock back at like 42 days until the first day of spring. So I'm just going to go based on the calendar. Based on the calendar, we've got about six more weeks of winter. Mm. We, we got about six more weeks of winter, regardless of, uh, of what the groundhog says or not, right? This is one time where television really fails to capture the true excitement of a large squirrel predicting the weather. <laughs> it really is. It's great. It's I love it. Yeah. I don't know why we. Yep. Why we're we beholden to said animal? Well, because it's become tradition, Josh. Why are we beholden to a lot of the things? Because somebody started it and said this is what we're going to do, and nobody had the opportunity to, well, uh, to shut it down. It. No. <laughs> You're going to stop the groundhog, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, uh, absolutely. Go for it. Go for it. Get out there to Pennsylvania and put a stop to I this. I just wonder if they, if they just sit around and you know drink large, you know. Steins of beer the rest of the year. What what exactly happens in right. the little club? Well, they're all at Gobbler's Knob this morning on our sister station in Pittsburgh, and they're they're interviewing the handlers right now on that station. Mm-hmm. So they're they're get, they're getting to the bottom of it. People are hammered at this thing, right? Like this is not a sober activity. I would think is this it? is like a 
you tailgate and the whole night. Right. For this, yeah. Right. I would think so too. Like you party the night before maybe, and you just stay up and wait for the rodent to be pulled out the hole. And then you go back to bed and then kill the rest of the day by sleeping. I, I mean, I don't know. I've never been to one of these things before, but I'm sure it is a party, right? I'm sure it's a big event in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania's holiday Inn and Hampton Inn all fill up and everybody's there and, and, and they're watching, you know, uh, the, the groundhog day thing. And Bill Murray shows up. I don't know if Bill Murray shows up. Well, maybe. Maybe. I for don't know. For a fee. Yeah, for a fee. <laughs> no question about that. Hey, coming for free if I'm Brian Bill Murray. Doyle Murray may show up. <laughs> so this is a Jose Ozzy Canseco thing? That's exactly what it is. Yes. You don't know which one you you're signing up for? You don't know which one is coming. Yes. You, you thought you were paying for Jose, but Ozzy showed up. You're like, yes, nah, you whatever. You got a Murray. <laughs> which one? I don't know. One of them will be here. He'll pull the rodent out and we'll all sing a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... There you go. We Happy haven't had the result day. though yet, right? No, like, it's not out yet. No, it's yet. a little bit later, okay. I guess. Yeah, I've been I've been hitting refresh frivolously, Josh, on my Twitter machine to make sure I can see whether or not the groundhog sees his shadow or not. So, well, the good news is those those people in Pittsburgh lay off the offensive coordinator for a couple of days. And, I mean, my God, they hate and, their uh, coaches in Pittsburgh right now. And uh, and lay off Mike Tomlin too. Yeah, so. they they don't like Mike Tomlin, and that, that's the one I don't understand. Like people in Pittsburgh seemingly want Mike Tomlin fired, but you've seen this crop of coaches again that has been hired around the NFL, and I, I think D'Amico Ryan's is probably the best hire out of all of them, just because I think because he's young and he can relate to everybody, and he's been there, and people seemingly like are gravitating towards that guy, right? And you want like a head coach that people are going to follow. I feel like he's that guy. But the rest of them, you, you you be careful what you wish for. If you have an Andy Reid or even a Bill Belichick at this stage of the game or, you know, whoever the case may be, and you're thinking about making a change, you got to make sure you're going to get somebody better than who you have out there. And Mike Tomlin, to me, is one of the top four, four coaches, in, in my opinion, in the NFL. He's a guy that I would not ever consider moving on from because he's a winner every single year. Yeah, you didn't make the playoffs this year, but man, there are so many teams in turmoil because they have made so many bad coaching decisions. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are one of these teams that has never made a bad coaching decision. Chuck Knoll, then they went to Bill Cower, and then they went to Mike Tomlin. They literally have had three coaches in all of our lifetimes. I don't care when you were born. You did not know another coach before uh, Chuck Knoll in Pittsburgh. And they've just been, you know, rock steady ever since. And that's kind of the game that they play out there. So, yeah, while they're not complaining about Matt Canada, they're uh, they're out there dancing around in top hats and coats as they watch and <laughs> wait for uh, Puxatawney Phil to come out of the hole. Oh, my goodness. That is live coverage yeah, right now that you're watching? That's live coverage right now, yeah. Okay, yeah. that is live coverage of a guy doing some sort of dance yeah. and waiting for the groundhog. Unbelievable, man. Man, great stuff out of them. There looks like there's a lot, there's a crap ton of people there, though. I mean that, yeah, that's that's more than a major league baseball game. I'll tell you that right now. Tuesday college basketball. Tuesday college outside basketball of outside of Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tuesday NHL game. Yeah, yeah. Th- that type of stuff. An NBA game where everybody's sitting because they're mean, tired. They need to stop this. Whatever this. Yeah, is. whatever this is. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really bad. <laughs> Two adult men, probably in their 50s, right, wearing black overcoats and top hats, dancing like they are at their sister's wedding, and they've had a couple too many shots of Jaeger. Yeah, that's the and uncle. And now they're going into a conniption fit. That's the uncle who makes the fool on the dance floor. Right, that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, uncle, uncle Tom's at it again. I don't know. Right. I don't get it. I don't know. That's weird. That, that's not on the bucket list. No, that that's not. No, it's one of those things that like people will say, what's on your bucket list? Groundhog Day in Puxatoni, Pennsylvania not is not there. No. not it. Right. I don't care what kind of, you know, party <laughs> they're serving. I don't. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
It looks it looks miserable. I see people drinking, but it looks like coffee and uh, hot chocolate. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. Uh, it's it's creepy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> happy Groundhog. Day. Yes, happy Groundhog Day. Someone on the text line accurately points out: we all know the true sign of spring is the Big Twelve tournament. Kansas that City. is true. Is. Yeah. Yep. It, it is. is. Once you get to Friday, the weather gets better, right? You, that, well, remember, yeah. The, yeah. It kind of ebbs and flows it that does. week. Yeah. That week yeah. is kind of tenuous usually. Yep. And, and then there's a one really nice day. Yeah, it's either Friday or Saturday. That's mm. a beautiful day. Then gotcha. it snows on Sunday, and then gotcha. we're talking about another snowstorm that's hitting the uh, hitting the Midwest. So kind of a groundhog day, though, today. I mean, like three years ago today, we were celebrating our first Super Bowl championship right in our lifetime. Again, again, in our lifetime. Yes, I know the Chiefs won that one years and years ago in Super Bowl four, but hardly a man is now alive who remembers that day and year. So we all celebrate that and look back. Punxsutawney well, Phil celebratory it, 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 there. It's, it's actually like reading that off a scroll. No, it's actually the, the poem of the midnight ride of Paul Revere. Mm, mm. So that's where I got that I from gotcha. back on the 18th of April of 75. Hardly a man is now alive who remembers that famous day and year, but how many people that's why I was familiar? Yes, exactly. But how many people, you know, alive today truly remember Super Bowl four? I'm sure there's some people out there, obviously that will, will tell you that they were at the game or they remember that kind of stuff. But in our lifetime, this is the third anniversary of, uh, of winning that Super Bowl, and, and what a great day that was. I'd love to have that for Groundhog Day coming up on next Sunday, uh, a week from Sunday out in Arizona, where we kind of have this repeat and win the Super Bowl again. And, and, and somebody sent me a direct message, and, and there's a lot of people, I think, right now, Josh, from a fan standpoint, that, that, that we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves a little bit on this one, right? I, I sent you a tweet yesterday of a gentleman saying, you know, it's time for us as fans to focus on the Eagles. Wh- why? What the hell am I going to do by focusing on the Eagles? I, I don't... I have no. Input. It was time to stop celebrating the AFC Championship win and start to focus ahead on the Eagles. Right, like that has nothing to do with us. I have nothing to do with we that. We can jump up and down and have fun and enjoy it. I mean, it's still a great win over I the Cincinnati. Why am I moving on to the Eagles? Anything to do with our game plan? Like these know, guys like, aren't even practicing. You no, do realize no that, right? Like there, there's there's nobody to be found out at the Arrowhead practice facility or even at whatever facility they have in Philadelphia right now. This is a week off. Guys are in Lawrence and doing their thing, right? So. I'm not focusing on the Eagles. I don't care about the Philadelphia Eagles this week right now. Not today. We're moving forward. I'm saying we don't have any control of the game plan, so I don't need to do any of that stuff. No. We're going to check in in Philadelphia coming up in just a few minutes. But um, So, I mean, we're getting there, but we don't have to turn our sights on it. You can still enjoy the AFC Championship game all you want. All you want. And the getting there portion of it all you want. Yeah, it's a a lot of fun. But I I got this direct message this morning on on the Twitter machine, and it said, you know, everybody's talking about the Eagles defense being the best pass defense in the NFL this year. And the guy sent me a pretty good list of, here are the quarterbacks the Eagles have faced this year. Daniel Jones three times, Dak Prescott twice, Carson Wentz twice, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Trevor Lawrence, Kyler Murray, Kenny Pickett, David Davis Mills, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields, Ryan Tannehill, Andy Dalton, and Brock Purdy. Those are all the quarterbacks that that number one Eagles defense has had to go against this season. And you look at that list and you're like, yeah, it's not Patrick Mahomes. It's not Justin Herbert. It's not Josh Allen. It's not some of the really good Joe Burrows of the world. There's a lot of guys on there that are kind of just marginal quarterbacks. But again, we don't set the schedule. The NFL takes care of that, and and you play who's on your schedule. But I think the point of the matter is the Eagles' defense, while it's number one in passing, they really haven't been tested all that much this year by an arm and a player and a person like Patrick Mahomes, and like they're going to see a week from Sunday 
out in Glendale, Arizona. So that's just kind of something to keep in the back of your mind. Not a lot of great quarterbacks have faced this Eagles defense. Yeah, I mean, I think that's going to be kind of the the breakdown. Who have they played? Mm -hmm. The fact is they have gone wire to wire. Yeah, yeah. They were like out of the shoot, played pretty consistent all year long, weathered those few games without uh, Jalen Hurts. Right. And and kind of looked pretty good doing it, and then hammered people in the playoffs, yeah. which is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, they destroyed the Giants and destroyed the San that's Francisco you, that's 49ers. That's what you should do in the, in the postseason to make you feel really good about it. Right. Like, oh, close games are nice, and we've had a couple. Yeah. <laughs> but Blowouts you know, are fun, too. Go and hammer people and make it a no-brainer. Is uh, they got to be feeling pretty good heading into this yeah, thing. Yeah, and so you see that, and that's one of those stats that I'm just going to kind of continue to look back on as, as we move closer and closer to this game of like, all right, all this talk about the Eagles' defense, all this talk about the Eagles' defense. You've had Daniel Jones three times, who's had a nice year but he's not Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Dak Prescott should, you know, they, they, the Cowboys should move on from him. Carson Wentz is the, nobody wants him. He should go to an orphanage. Uh, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor's starting to come up a little bit, but they probably faced him earlier in the season before he kind of got things going. Obviously, Kenny Pickett played well at the end of the year, but not at the beginning of the year. I'm not a believer in Justin Fields. You keep him in Chicago. Way to go, Bears. Ryan Tannehill, Andy Dalton, Brock Purdy. Not exactly the guys you're saddling up to help you go out there and win a championship. So from that standpoint, I think it's going to be kind of fun to see. Is this team the number one defense in a passing you know, landscape because of who they faced, or are they really that good? And, and that we're not going to know that until you know Sunday at about 7 o'clock. Well, we'll ask about the, uh, the defense and more, the lay of the land in Philadelphia. John Marks, WIP in Philly, will join us next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. The voice of Chiefs Kingdom, Mitch Holtus, drops by the show every Friday at 7.30, right here on 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Coverage brought to you by Centric. Learn more at centric.com slash 610. Welcome into a Thursday edition along with Bob Fesco. I'm Josh Klingler. Brian Williams, beat up producing. 
next Wednesday. Getting away at Chris Jones autographed jersey. That's You'll right. Have that to wear to your uh, to your party, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, frame it, whatever you want to do. Wear it. Wear it. Wear, wear it. it. You gonna wear it? Those autographs will they'll hold up. All right. I'll be listening on the nines and fives. See what we did there in the eight o'clock hour. I like that. Coming up on Wednesday. Hear that Chris Jones sounder. And be caller five to nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Simple as that. You mm-hmm. have a bunch of opportunities to win a Chris Jones autographed jersey coming up. Next Wednesday. Yeah. We'll talk about the Eagles and, and what's going on with them with our friend John Marks in Philadelphia. WIP does the afternoons there in Philadelphia. And, and John, I, I guess from a, a standpoint of storylines for everybody nationally, we gave it to him with this Super Bowl. But is, is the storyline Andy Reid in Philadelphia or have Eagles fans kind of moved on from uh, Big Red? Uh, if you listen to our morning show well. here at WIP. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure, yes, Angelo yes. will be a guest at some point yeah, during yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, if you listen to the mornings, it might sound differently than the rest of the station. Uh, Angelo hasn't given it up, and he's retiring right after the Super Bowl. Um, he'll be gone, I guess, a week or two after the Super Bowl. So he's going down with, the, with his Andy Reid take. Um, you know what, guys, I think if – the Eagles hadn't won a Super Bowl, and Andy Reid hadn't won a Super Bowl. There's, there'd probably be a, a different feeling here. But being that the Eagles won in 2017 and Andy has his Super Bowl too, I think it kind of takes away from, hey, like a lot of Andy's ex-players that are in the media here and a lot of the people that, that support Andy Reid that are here, like they realize that he, he is a Super Bowl champion, so it kind of takes that away. And the, the fact that the Eagles won in 2017, not, not that the urgency for another Super Bowl isn't there, but it just makes it different. Yeah, I was thinking about that this morning actually driving in going, man, I, I wonder how different this would be if the Eagles hadn't won one and we hadn't won one and Andy Reid hadn't won one. I think it would be oh, a lot different, level. right? The stress levels would be through yeah. the roof. It is weird. Um, it is weird this week leading into, you know, we'll be, we'll be out at Radio Row next week. It, it, it is weird because the, the urgency and the desperation isn't there. I remember um, in 2017 and before that when Andy was the coach here and they were getting to the NFC Championship games and they were losing those NFC Championship games, the desperation of, oh, my God, just win this game so we can win a Super Bowl. You have to realize being an Eagle fan, the Giants have a bunch of Super Bowls. The Cowboys have a bunch of Super Bowls, albeit it's been a long time since they've won. Mm-hmm. And even Washington has on their resume a bunch of Super Bowls a long time. So everybody in the NFC East were champions, multiple champions, and the Eagles were kind of the Eagles. And winning in 2017 changed that. And now being back five years later, and that's the worst nightmare of any Giant or Cowboy fan is that the Eagles are actually could win a second Super Bowl in five years. And being back with another head coach and another quarterback. I mean, we're living the kind of the spoiled life here, like, just give us the coach and the, and the consistent quarterback and we'll roll with that as long as possible. Right. But to have it twice now with a different cast of characters at the top is pretty impressive, John. Yeah, just that, exactly how we drew it up. Let's win a Super Bowl with uh, Carson Wentz gets us almost there. Then Nick Foles outdoors Tom Brady. Then you fire Doug Peterson. Carson Wentz is terrible. He gets traded. You draft Jalen Hurts. He becomes uh, what looks like an elite quarterback. And Nick Sirianni, who, who, who looked like a fool at his op- opening press conference when he was introduced, mm-hmm. now is, has done a spectacular job. It's, it's, it's amazing how we've ended up here. I, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody do a, a 180 like Nick Sirianni did. Like He was drooling and eating paste at that opening press conference, and here he is on the sidelines coaching in the freaking Super Bowl, John. Um, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. He um, He's not calling plays. 
So it's not it's not a Sean McVay Andy Reid type thing where he like this is his offense is what makes him important. Not saying he's not a good offensive coach. Not saying he's not involved in the game planning. But his guys plays for him, right? Like he's 37, so he's a little bit younger as far as the the coaching scale. He relates to these guys and they play hard for him. And and you're right, it's been an amazing 180 for Nick Sirianni. Completely off the subject here, and I'm taking a, a major left turn. You mentioned Carson Wentz. Can, can that guy ever play in the NFL again? I I, I don't think. Like, if you're a team, you can put that guy on your team, can you? No, he's cooked. Someone someone probably will. Um, the, just to even get rid of him in Washington, I think, is another huge cap hit. But it's as good as he looked in 2017, and he looked okay in 2018 and parts of 2019. Um, at, at this point, you'd be bringing him in to compete against another quarterback that's not very good. If you have Carson Wentz, if he's competing for your starting quarterback job, you're in trouble. Talk with John Marks, WIP in Philadelphia. I, I just can't really. Someone else will take a chance. But <laughs> somebody, maybe, maybe someone, someone did. And he keeps just bouncing around, bouncing around. Like, yeah, I'm with you. He's cooked. Uh, this, I, I know the the dissection of the schedule will will, will will happen at some point in time. But I, I'm just impressed. John. I mean, basically, the Eagles just went wire to wire. I I, I love it. you. Blow people out in the playoffs. That's what you should do. Uh, Chiefs played a bunch of close games, and that's great and fine. But the, the Eagles have seemingly been a kind of consistent force all season long. How have they done it? Yeah, it's, bo- it's been a boring season to really only have one loss. Uh, Gardner Minshew comes in at the end of the year because Jalen is injured and you lose two of those games. But um, how have they done it? They have a really good team. Um, you look across the, across the entire roster from offense to defense, from defensive line to the secondary, from offensive line to the receivers to running backs to – uh, to the quarterback, they can beat you in a variety of ways. And I, I, I was always of the opinion that the quarterback needs to be able to, to throw the ball more than anything, right? Like you get to the playoffs, if your main thing as a quarterback is running the ball, you're only going to be able to reach certain heights, right? Like I think we've seen that with Lamar Jackson a little bit. And then you got to answer the bell. Um, you know, Jalen has improved so much as a passer, but this offense has shown that they can beat you without having to – have that drop back quarterback, the guy that says, hey, are you, you're not going to let us run, then we're going to drop back 50 times and we're going to beat you. They haven't had to do that yet because Jalen is so good at managing a game and not making mistakes. He doesn't make mistakes. He rarely, rarely makes a mistake. He rarely puts a ball in a bad spot. He rarely makes bad decisions on the field. So if you look at it, if you look at it like that, they just don't have a weakness on their team um, they really don't have a weakness on their team. They had 15 more sacks, I believe, than the Chiefs were second in the NFL in sacks this year. Yeah. 70 sacks. Uh, they have four guys that have double-digit sacks. They have two excellent veteran corners, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. Um, it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, I literally can't believe, guys, that we're sitting here. The Super Bowl is coming up in less than two weeks, really, like however many days now. And the Eagles are here, and they're favored over the Chiefs. It's it's really unbelievable. Well, how much do you buy into, and, and Chiefs fans have, have shown this a, a lot this week, the Chiefs haven't really faced a legit quarterback this year. Now they're going to face Patrick Mahomes. Does that concern you at all from an Eagles standpoint going in? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you look at you look at the NFC, and we were actually talking about this yesterday when you kind of look in the future. Tom Brady retires. Not that he was great, but look at the NFC, and who are the great quarterbacks in the NFC? Aaron Rodgers might be moving on to the AFC, but even then, he's 39 years old. Who are are the next best quarterbacks in the NFC? Who are the great teams in the NFC right now? As opposed to going to the AFC, 
And I know Josh Allen, you know, he disappointed this year and, and was making mistakes at the end of games. He's still an unbelievable talent. And you have Pat Mahomes and Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow and everybody else. So, yeah, I, guys, I was a little bit worried from a, an Eagles standpoint that they peaked too early in the season and that they really hadn't faced great competition. Um, and I'm probably being short-sighted. It's just, yeah, they didn't face great competition, but part of that is because the Eagles were just so much better than everybody else they were facing. All right, Hassan Reddick, you, you mentioned the sacks that they had. He obviously wrecked Brock Purdy. Uh, what do you expect out of him coming up in, in, in the Super Bowl? Because I'm scared to death. Yeah, three, three years and $45 million, I think, was the, the contract that he signed for a guy that, has, that had multiple uh, back-to-back double-digit sacks seasons. And it's odd. Normally, a guy like that that is a double-digit sack, a sack specialist, not, not that he gets quarterback money, but he gets big money, right? Like he's getting $20, 25000000 million a year with, with this huge signing bonus. For whatever reason, the league didn't view Hassan Reddick like that. So he has he's transformed the line. He really has. It's been a trickle-down effect to where Reddick has been so good. It's taken a lot of stress on some of, off of the other guys that don't have to play as many snaps now. And a lot of the attention goes on Hassan Reddick. So it helps some of the other guys. He's deceiving with his speed off the edge. Um, it didn't seem like San Francisco was ready for it. They tried to block him with a tight end, and he ran right by him. It was actually the play that Purdy hurt his elbow on. But, yeah, he is, um, he's dangerous. And the thing that makes this, da- this Eagles pass rush dangerous, they don't blitz a lot. They're able to get pressure with their front four, and an occasional they'll send another guy. They're not sending Jim Johnson, Wink Martindale-type blitzes where they're sending eight guys at the quarterback. They'll get to the quarterback with four or five guys, and that's what makes them dangerous. And Hassan Reddick's the first guy that, that kind of starts that. A.J. Brown and Hassan Reddick. I'm like, those are like two, like, you love when those moves work for your team, right? I mean, you're taking, you mentioned three for 45 we're looking at it here and going, man, that would have been a nice, <laughs> that'd been a nice pickup. Yeah. And then AJ Brown, it was kind of like, that was a big, big piece to this offense to take it to the next level. Right. Yeah, it, it is. Um, and they drafted Devonte Smith last year and Devonte really had a good year and he's a really, really talented wide receiver, but the, the Eagles had, had struggled to draft a wide receiver there. They, they really haven't had a guy. So they said, you know what? Like we're going to have to go out and buy one. So they used the first-round draft pick. They went to Tennessee. They got A.J. Brown. They signed him to a contract extension. And just just having him here and the threat and the athleticism and how physical he is, it's a different dynamic. If you had Devontae Smith and somebody else, you'd be like, all right, Devontae Smith's a great wide receiver. Having both of them is such a big deal. And then it opens it up for everybody else. It opens it up for the tight end. It opens it up for the running game and Jalen. But, yeah, I mean, I, I look at a team like Baltimore – I look at even in the New York Giants, and it's like you have to get wide receivers. If you want Jalen Hurts to develop as a quarterback, you want to see true development, you have to go out and give legitimate wide receivers in 2023. The Dolphins did it with Tua and Tyreek Hill. You guys know that. And, and the Eagles did it with A.J. Brown, and it's made all the difference in the world. John, we appreciate the time. Enjoy Groundhog Day, my friend. I know it's a big deal out there in Pennsylvania, so enjoy <laughs> looking at shadows from rodents today. Oh, it's going to be fun. Thanks, guys. You got it, my man. Take care. That's John Marks of WIP in Philadelphia joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. He does afternoons, and, yeah, he's concerned about the the quarterback matchup. I think that's going to be an interesting one to kind of follow all week, and it's probably going to be one of the biggest storylines after the Kelsey brothers and Andy Reid. It's probably going to be the Eagles haven't faced a good quarterback all season long. You see, I'm in my fear the opponent mode right now. Mm Mm-hmm. 
It'll change. But oh, sure. Now yeah, I'm, yeah, in my, right. I'm in awe of everything they do. Oh, phase well, I'm in of awe it. of Hassan Reddick. I right. mean, that guy's well, just. Well, Reddick and Brown. Know. I mean, like, A.J. Brown could have been a massive flop. Yeah, absolutely could they have They got been. their sure. Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Not not the end of this year's Stephon Diggs, but the Stephon Diggs impact that, like, Buffalo did. Right. right? They went and got got their legitimate guy to go with their quarterback. Right. Like, that's a savvy move that, that totally worked out. And then Hassan Reddick, you're like, oh, wow, how'd everybody, like, it seemed like there was no. There was no buzz for that. No, nothing, nothing. Considering the guys, yeah, he's a double-digit sack. I mean, our guy Tom Wiley over there on the right side better watch it. And then Orlando Brown Jr. too. These these guys got seventy some sacks, and like John said, they don't blitz a lot. It's the front four. The offensive line going to be in for a day. Yeah. So I think they uh, they just did something with the road, and we'll find out. Uh oh, big news. We'll, uh, we'll <laughs> he dead. We'll find out with that, and then uh, Travis Kelsey helping keep the uh, head coach motivated. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. chance to win a $500 Hy-Vee gift card for your big game spread. The official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs where you can find a huge selection of Chiefs apparel, Chiefs plates, napkins, party supplies, Chiefs themed cookies, cakes and cupcakes, everything else to throw that big game party. $500 Hy-Vee gift card. Three times per day. 820, 830, 840. We'll have three contestants. Each will have 60 seconds to answer as many questions about the show's history as possible. The uh, top contestant will be qualified to win that $500 gift card again coming up today at 8:20. We just passed uh, 13 years of this show. There's a lot of random history. The more you know about the show, the better your chances to get qualified coming up at 8:20. So be ready for that. We've had hit and miss, right? Uh, we've had more miss than hit. Yeah. I mean, the callers have been very entertaining and and the text line knows it all, right? Text line's nailing it. I've yes. heard from many people that would text it. Like, I, I was nailing most of these. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, yeah. Well, that clock starts, and like, the pressure amps. The pressure goes up, man. And then, you know, start your start your dialing fingers uh, at 820. Yes, think about it this way. You think it's tough for Patrick Mahomes with a minute left to go out there and, and throw a touchdown pass and, you know, lead drives with a minute to go. third read. He yeah. can do that, make yeah. his third read. A lot of people are failing on the, uh, on the you know, there's a significant blank question. <laughs> so appreciate what Patrick yeah. Mahomes is able to do yeah. under pressure because if you can't get there, there's a significant blank. I mean, think about trying to play quarterback in the NFL with my, under a minute to go and you got to win a game. My uh, favorite, yes. Yeah. Yesterday was a uh, top blank list and it was 10 and mm-hmm. the, the person said scotch. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is on your mind? Top scotch list. Well, I was well, like, wow, you're, you're craving a beverage. But has any of us in 13 years, no matter who's also been behind the glass for us, whether it's been Ryan, whether it's been B-Dub, whether it's been the other guy, has anybody, Speck? well, maybe him. Yeah. May, maybe he has said this, but has anybody ever really discussed scotch on this show? Like are, you're not a scotch drinker. B-Dub, you're not a scotch no, I mean, not, drinker. Not I'm not a scotch drinker. Right. Exactly. Speck brought up, but I don't think, you know, when he was 
producing, he, he discussed scotch. No, he, he he discussed things like an amuse-bouche yeah. and, and, and lobster panic. chowder at, like, you know, Thanksgiving. That was the first thing that comes to your mind. Scotch! Scotch! Son, yeah. You know. It's not like we're scotch drinkers. Like, if you would have said top beer list or, you know, top, you know, uh, smokehouse barbecue wings list or something like that, I get that. But, like, we've never discussed scotch on this show. I don't know many people that do scotch. Do you know many scotch no. drinkers? And I, I think I only had it one time, and it was at my sister's scotch, wedding. Scotch, and scotch, it was down in fine. the valley. Yeah. <laughs> and other than That's Anchorman, the only time that right? I know, buddy. Anchorman and, and Ron Swanson are the are the ones that truly drink scotch. I, I'm re-watching Parks and Rec right now, by okay. the way. And, and so, You're doing a deep dive. Yeah, I am. It's really good. I, I forgot how good a show that was. I'm like, why didn't I watch more of this? You know, the first couple of episodes, is, as with any show it's kind of a little rough but once you start to get into it it really is brilliantly written it's so funny and ron swanson is just one of the ultimate characters in tv history keeping everybody motivated i think is is, is big time and there was a little snippet that was making the rounds yesterday of uh, nfl films mm-hmm. which i think is a very good sign for chiefs fans i i thought this was great yeah this comes from uh, inside the nfl and you know who helps Andy Reid keep the throttle down? Patrick and Travis. Hey, great catch. More, more, more. More, more, more. Hey, more, more, more. Let's go, let's go, let's go. More. More, 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 Rhett. Let's go. <laughs> Travis Kelsey walking alongside Andy Reid, <laughs> encouraging him to go more, more, more. Right? I like that. I do, it's too. Like they're... Probably comfortable enough too, right? Mm-hmm. The stage to to help out with the checks and balances. No, I think you need that on the sidelines, especially for Andy Reid, as we've seen him when he doesn't go more, more, more. They end up losing big leads and costing your team postseason, you know, appearances and things like that. So I, I think it's good. Now it was funny because Andy was kind of walking away from Travis as he's going more, more, more. Red, let's go more, more, more. But I, I think it is important to have those two guys on the sidelines saying more, 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 more. You have to keep the throttle down. And, and we talked about it going into the game against Jacksonville, Josh, where we thought it would be a, a blowout in, in the in the uh, in the first game that they played. But we also thought, well, it's Doug Peterson. Maybe he releases the throttle a little bit. And then you're going against the Cincinnati Bengals, who are now the true rival of this franchise. And there's nobody even a close second when it comes to a legit rival for the Kansas City Chiefs. It is the Bengals. You want to keep that throttle down. And, and you know, you've got to have your play players encouraging you on the sidelines because sometimes Andy Reid that I mean if you're going to look at like the one you know thing that you could change about Andy Reid the one thing that I would change about Andy Reid is keeping that pedal to the metal and making sure you're going a thousand miles per hour at all times when you have the ball and you're never taking that foot off the gas and letting up because the minute you do that the minute you start to play that prevent type of offense you screw yourself and you end up losing the game and so I love the fact that Travis is on the sideline and Patrick's on the sideline going more 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 let's keep this thing going and that's what they have to do during the Super Bowl as well because this Philadelphia team as we've talked about for the first 40 minutes or so of the show they're a damn good football team they're in the Super Bowl so if you get yourself a lead I don't care how big a lead it is or what point of the game it is you got to keep the gas going and continue to put up points because it like that things could change mm. <laughs> I love the uh Red. He calls them out, right? Red. Red. Hey, great catch. More, more, more. More, more, more. Hey, more, more, more. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. More. 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 More, Red. Let's go. And the video is just so good. Andy's looking at me. Whatever. whatever. (laughs) No, listen to him, Andy. More, more, more. 
Travis yells at me all the time. Whatever. No big deal. Sometimes a coach needs to be reminded of no, it as well. No, I think well. it's good. Like, yeah. he, he's the one that's filtered out, but it's it's good to have a little, at least a little bit of input, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so the, the uh, I'm, I'm using air quotes, injury report came out yesterday because it's an estimation. Right. Like, could these guys practice? Both teams put an, a, uh, an estimated injury report out yesterday. Apparently the league mandated such. I right? guess, yeah. I guess there was good news. That speaking of Travis Kelsey was not on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you saw him in Lawrence the other night. He was at the wheels, you know, grabbing pizza, went on down to the Hawk. He was sitting courtside. I mean, I think he's doing all well, right right now. It wasn't a comfortable chair. It wasn't like he was sitting on a, you know, a hard bleacher there. At uh, What at kind of chairs Nelson. do they have there? I'm, I'm picturing like a folding plastic chair at that, at that position. Oh, no, you got, some, you got some, you, you got, got some, a little padding yeah, there. Yeah. Those okay. are high roller right, seats. Right, you got, right. you got some padding in those seats. Uh, so he was not on the injury report, which is good. Yeah. He was on the injury report, the tail end of the, of the week heading into the uh, the game against the Bengals. So from a good news perspective, he's not on there. Uh, not a surprise. Uh, McCall Hardman was listed. Juju Smith-Schuster, LeJarrius Sneed, Kadarius Toney would all been mm-hmm. did not practice uh, status for, uh, for, for yesterday. All were uh, injured in the game this past week. Uh, Willie Gay was limited. He left the game also last week. So he was listed limited. So that would indicate he's on the mend. And then... Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, just they just put full down. Yeah, just put full participant down. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, which you is, saw Sunday, which is, which is great. And then the other funny one was Jerick McKinnon. It says ankles. Oh, both plural, of them, plural. Like, dang, both doesn't sound them. fun. So he's, he was a full participant despite multiple ankles. So you read the injury report and you read every wide receiver's name on that list, right? Yeah. Pretty much everybody's Pretty on the injury then, list. Yeah, because Justin Watson's still out too, so. Right. Well, he was a full Watson, participant. Yes! With an, uh, with an illness. Right. So one, two, three, four wide receivers. Yeah, four wide receivers. And so you know what was circulating yesterday, right? The, the video of Odell Beckham Jr. working out, right? And so there was a story on Pro Football Talk dot com today that said the Chiefs are not interested in Odell Beckham Jr. for the Super Bowl. And I looked at that. I went, wow, that is at this point of the season. How intriguing would that move have been if you signed Odell Beckham Jr. to the practice squad? And they say sources say the Chiefs aren't interested. I didn't even consider them going down that rabbit hole. I thought that was long done. Right. But but when you look at that injury report right now, they need a wide receiver, right? Like you need maybe some wide receiver depth. Is Odell Beckham Jr. the right guy? I don't think he is right now. And I'm glad the Chiefs have said, man, we're not interested in him right now. Because if you went out and signed Odell Beckham Jr. at this point of the game, what would be the entire storyline of Super Bowl week? It would be all about Odell Beckham Jr. And how much could you actually count on him contributing at this point in time with him just getting kind of assimilated with everything that's going on. Maybe you can do a couple of down and outs and things like that. Maybe you make a couple of plays and, you know, show your worth, but yeah, the I Chiefs think if this throw to him on the first play, they, they would, you're right. They would throw to him on the first play, but I, I think at this point in time, you kind of got to stick with what you got because you just don't know, you know, by watching a video of him working out at some high school, how ready he truly is. And if you're Odell Beckham jr. Too, where you are right now, you just say, look, I- I'm just going to wait and I'll be back in 2023. If anybody wants me, then fine. But I'm not coming back and, and, and risking anything by playing in, in, in a potential Super Bowl. I like Super the Bowl. misdirection aspect of it, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for forcing teams to prepare for stuff that may or may not happen. May or may not so happen, you yeah. could waste a lot of people's time. You could do that as well. By doing that, but yeah. he might be a distraction. Distraction, too. yeah. You the know. Chiefs are all about eliminating distractions. Yeah, they certainly know. are. So, 
ESPN had put out a, a a free agency ranking, and of course I clicked on it. And like, let's just see, let's just see what this thing is for for the uh, for the off season. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson was the number one. Okay, I'm good okay. with that. Yeah, he's a quarterback, and he's really good. Yeah, number two was Orlando Brown of the Chiefs. Yeah, like of the second best available free agent. The hell are Correct. we missing? Correct in all of the NFL. Sometimes you get too close to a situation and you don't see everything, right? You know, like they say you can't see the forest through the trees or whatever. But I feel like we're all dead on with Orlando Brown Jr. Like, especially as we were talking with John Marks of WIP, Josh, 70-some sacks that they had and they don't blitz. They just rush four. Are you going to tell me if Orlando Brown Jr. has a bad game in the Super Bowl, you can bring him back here to Kansas City? I've made up my mind. Of course, I cut everybody and, you know, get rid of them all. But I I, I look at Orlando Brown Jr. as a position that you need to upgrade next year, not re-sign and bring back. I look at that as a position that you need to upgrade next season. And get, I just don't and get think cheaper he, for me. Well, cheaper as well. Yeah, like that's true. Was, yeah. If it was, if it, if it was, he has three years remaining on his contract. Fine, sure. He if he wants top end money, I'm saying I don't. I'm not in that camp, right? And there's a list of like 50 free agents on here, and there's a whole bunch of linemen on here, right? Right. He's the highest rated. I mean, he's the number two free agent, only behind Lamar Jackson. He's done a really nice job of creating a buzz about himself, and and, and I'll give him that. Like he's done a really nice job of doing that. And if he didn't say in Baltimore that he wanted to play left tackle. Um, he probably wouldn't have created that buzz for himself, and he would have just been a guy in the league, but he's created this buzz for himself, and there are some that look at him and think he's good. The, the first line of this, though, is a, is a reason why I'm saying I don't know that I really want this guy back is because they say he's a massive performer in the run game. And I look at that, I go, we don't have a run game, right? So he could be the best run blocker out there, but that doesn't work here in Kansas City because we don't run the football all that much. If this was a team that was based on the running back and it was three yards in a cloud of dust like it used to be back in the day, then I'd say, okay. But I, I just look at Orlando Brown Jr. And, and I see what I see, and it's like I feel like you can get better. The stats will say he did a good job this year, but I think you look at the eye test and you go, I'm just not comfortable with him protecting the franchise. Orlando Brown, Easy Money University. And Juju Smith-Schuster was uh, 26th on this on this list. Uh, one thing about Juju, I keep forgetting he's just 26. Still kind of young. Very young, yeah. But I, do, I am concerned about injuries. Mm-hmm. Concussion, missed a game. Right. Knee basically was out almost the entire game the other day. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his market is. I think he fits in well with this offense, but I still think they can get by without him. Yeah, I do too. So, I don't know. There wasn't a lot on this free agent list. I got to be honest that that I said, "Wow, the Chiefs ought to dive into blank." Right. Um there's there's a lot of you're going to overspend, I think. <laughs> spots. Sure. I'm I'm like like fully like, "I'll trust you in the draft here." Yeah. Let's we'll just go. We'll, let's go let's draft go. some guys. Just draft some guys. We'll play a little GM and uh what would you do next? Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Patrick Mahomes joins CDOT every Monday at 2.15 for an exclusive one-on-one interview on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio.
Is Tom Brady still retired, Josh? Have we seen anything? Has he seen his shadow and decided he wants six more we, weeks of football? We do have six more weeks of winter, apparently. Oh. But, well, we uh, do. There's 40-some days till spring. I mean, it's... I think he's wrong. But, uh, no, he's still retired. He's still retired? So he's, he's not coming back? He's no. not seen a shadow or anything like that on Groundhog Day? Um, I was telling you this in the break. Uh, Tom Brady <laughs> has 35 playoff wins. He has more playoff wins than every franchise in the NFL, except the Cowboys, Packers, Steelers, 49ers, and Patriots. The Steelers, Packers, and Cowboys have 36 playoff wins. The Patriots and 49ers have 37 playoff wins. Tom Brady has 35 the next closest, the Rams have 26, the Eagles have 25, the Giants have 25, the Raiders have 25. So Tom Brady has uh, basically 10 more playoff wins than the next closest team in NFL history and then only trails a couple of franchises uh, by two. If I'm Tom Brady, man, I want to come back and get three more playoff wins so I can be the all-time leader and have more playoff wins than every uh-huh. franchise in the NFL. Chasing that for, and then it, it lasts for like a year. Yeah, you know I mean? right. Like, but wouldn't you like to say you retired with more playoff wins than every other franchise? That would be a cool freaking thing, right? Sure. If you could just fast forward to the playoffs, you didn't have the wear and tear, and you could guarantee well, me three playoff wins. Three playoff wins could take. I don't know. Yeah, could, could, could take a, based on the way we saw him play against Dallas in the last playoff. Right. They may never come again. Well, you lose your yeah. first game. Well, well no, then you're out another, another year. year. Yeah. No, no, and meanwhile, done. the 49ers pick up another playoff win done, along the line. And, so, you know, it'll yeah. be a fun one to have, but no, yeah, you can retire saying you got the most Super Bowls. Uh, yeah, you can do that. Absolutely. No question about it. But he has 35 playoff wins. The Texans have four. The Cardinals, who have been around for over 100 years, have seven playoff Various wins. cities, yeah. They suck. That franchise should be contracted. The Lions have seven playoff wins. The Jags have eight and nine. Like, the Cardinals have been around for over 100 years, and the Jags and Panthers have more playoff wins than them. You're sticking with that mother <laughs> Are you serious? Yep, he's serious. Yeah. Tom Brady almost has double the amount of playoff wins as the Chiefs. Uh. <laughs> we have 19. NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Metro Ford. Visit inventory online at kcmetroford.com. Like all those are are fine and are valid. The stuff I don't I I don't want to see. This was written yesterday because all the you know. Either if you if you ever wrote a Brady piece, you retweeted it yesterday. Well, you had to. You're right? not going to write a new one. This was the piece I wrote. Blah blah blah. Right? There Did you see so, a lot of those oh, yesterday? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. There was one, and I don't remember. I don't know who the person was, but it was. Uh, this happens to be my favorite Brady piece. I wrote it. You know, what is one of those? Like, <laughs> that's okay, funny. That's I like that. That's yeah. fine. But this one was at USA Today. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, drafted by the Montreal Expos, quote, could have been one of the greatest catchers ever. All oh, right. Stop. Knock it off. Right. So it goes on to say, um, Kevin Malone, former GM of the Expos and the Dodgers, Telling Bleacher Report, Brady could have been one of the greatest catchers ever, but his first love was football. He drafted him out of San Mateo, California, with the 507th overall pick of the 1995 MLB draft. Talk about disrespectful in two sports, right? Baseball and football. 199 and 50 what? 507. 507. His senior year, he went from first base to catcher. Used his left-handed hitting power to work his way up to number five in the batting order. Is this real? 
Yeah. Number five in the batting order. Yeah. If you're in high school. Yeah, I know. If you're batting fifth in high school, you probably don't have much of a chance to be that good. Brady played on the varsity baseball team for two years, hit 311 with eight home runs. 311, the great band, not a great average for a high school star. That doesn't scream to me, well, he would have been been a star. He'd have been a great major league catcher. No, he he might have peaked at like double A. Yeah, usually that's where most guys do peak, right? And you never would have saw Tom Brady, right. the quarterback. He's the last Montreal Expo to, to retire from professional sports, too, which is interesting. Oh. Give me a break. Uh, the yeah. Well, he could have been. Not no. necessarily, no. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. They do that with Mahomes a lot, too. Oh, he could have been a great major league shortstop or pitcher. Mahomes has an infinity ERA in college. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> go, go look up that story. It's pretty funny, actually. Like, pitched like one time. Yeah. And got, got rocked. <laughs> Some, sometimes you just find the sport you're really good at, yeah, and, and yeah. it works for you, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I'd be honest with you. If, you. if you're the 507th overall pick in the Major League Baseball draft, or you're the 199th overall pick in the NFL draft. Neither league is looking at you like you've got some kind of potential. That's called a flyer. I mean, they're taking a flyer on you at that point in time. And I know it's going to be all week long. We're going to hear from, like, the guys of Scott Pioli and everybody that drafted him, and they're going to act like they knew what they were getting into and they saw a problem. No, he was a sixth-round quarterback that you were bringing in basically for a camp arm. And had it not been for an injury, he doesn't even get the start. And, in fact, Bill Belichick wasn't even sold on Tom Brady. They, they tried to go back to Drew Bledsoe. And they didn't end up going back to Drew Bledsoe because Tom Brady won the job and kind of kicked his butt. And they had to move on. But that would have been one of the ultimate, like, blunder moves of all time had they gone back to Drew Bledsoe. And we never saw Tom Brady, you know, reach his pinnacle. Now, we wouldn't have known it was a blunder because we, Tom Brady would be a footnote, basically, at this point in time. But they stayed with him, and he blossomed into the to the greatest quarterback the NFL has ever seen. And just because you you become the great quarterback like a Patrick Mahomes or a Tom Brady doesn't mean you would have dominated in baseball. Baseball's very hard to dominate in. And if you're not doing it by the time you're 26 or 27 and, and you're in the minor leagues and you're still, you know, toiling around riding buses to Pocatello, Idaho, and eating Arby's, like at that point in time, you're probably going to give it up and go sell insurance. Or he'd already been in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Right, that's true. They wouldn't have played as much baseball. Right. Probably yeah. been done by now, and he could he could be going to Cooperstown. Could be, right now. could be going to Cooperstown. We Absolutely, could have, we could have celebrated Tom Brady mm-hmm. in Cooperstown already. Right, mm-hmm. or not. Right, or he would have never. Or we, or or he would have been selling insurance in San Mateo to all his high school friends. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and it wouldn't have been like this lucrative like Stetson Bennett Insurance Incorporation. No, this no, would have been, been like, hey, hey, remember me had from to. high school? I, you know, I played at Michigan, had a cup of coffee in in, in the NFL. Yeah. I need you to buy this policy, otherwise my family ain't eating. So don't just don't give me that. Don't give me that. Yeah, like Kyler Murray would have been a double A baseball player. You know, I, I mean Kyler Murray with his attitude. Like, do you think he'd have handled baseball? Yeah, maybe not. He might have been stuck in high A ball. Right. Yeah, because like, his career he deals with adversity as well yeah. as my child. So the the oh he would have made it. Not necessarily. No, no. Mm-mm. you don't Mm-mm. know that at all. Although he would have been great patrolling the outfield at Oakland if he made it there. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't have known for five six years. Right. This comes from uh, from your friends at FanDuel. Mm-hmm. They tweet, you've just been named the GM of your favorite team. Not the coach, the GM. The GM. You're already, yeah. yeah. You're not going to be coach GM, are you? Just no, GM? Okay. I, I'm just going to be the coach. What's the first move you make? I'm signing Otani. Takes care of two things with one. You get yourself a starting pitcher and you get yourself a bat. And that's what I'm doing. I'm going with Otani. That would be the first move that I would make. And then I'd walk away. He's out. 
Take your buyout clause then. That's right. I'll take my buyout clause then. Don't, well, don't. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing you do is name the GM. Make sure that make sure buyout clause is yeah. Make sure I got a buyout clause. A quarter of a million dollars, please. Yes. Like you're not going over the details of like the current portion of your contract. You keep asking them for no. But I want to back to the buyout. Back to the area. buyout. Yeah. And they're they're looking at you weird. Like no no. Back to the buyout. Trust area. me on the buyout. I need to make sure that this one is ironclad. Right. Here. You right. will be firing me, and I need to be able to take care of my family <laughs> for rest, a little bit. The rest of the stuff. You need to make sure I don't right. need to go to J.G. Wentworth. Right. It's one lump yeah, sum. Right. Yeah. Just, just, I, you know, I, I, I want my buyout, right? right. I, you know, I, I'm going to take some time off and give me a buyout. Then I'll go, you know, do whatever. But I need that buyout in writing with a big number. But, no, I would I would sign Otani. And, and, and look, I, I think the Royals this coming off season. I know we haven't even gotten to this season yet, but we like to fast forward everything. Get in the mix with Otani. There's no reason not to throw your name out there and say, yeah, we're interested in signing Shohei Otani. I think you need to do it for your fans. Get the fans excited about something like that. But I think he's the best player in baseball right now by a long shot because he can do so much. He's a legit starting pitcher and a legit bat. You can sign Shohei Otani. You've killed two birds with one stone. So that's the immediate move that I would make right now if I was the GM of my favorite team. I don't even... You just have to have your name associated legitimately with Shohei Otani. Yeah, like I, I just want to see the like teams interested, and it says Royals up there. They should Sporting be in on everybody. He was in on Ronaldo. Right. There's no excuses anymore. That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right, I mean? Josh. Yes, that should like kick everybody's butt. Like get associated with it. Get down the path. And who knows where it and can go? Maybe it leads to something. Right. Who knows where it can go? If I was telling. If I'd have told you Cristiano Ronaldo was eh, pretty close to the Kansas City, you'd go what? What? Yeah. 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 And that's you're, you're not just battling other teams in the MLS. You you're battling the world. The world. <laughs> you almost beat the world so, to yeah, get, get Ronaldo. Get legitimately associated with somebody. Right. And and get I think, a, get a meeting, get a chat, get a visit. Right. And and get him on the scoreboard visiting Kauffman Stadium because to me that does it it changes the perception of everything. And right now, I look at the Kansas City Royals. They need to change the perception for their fans. Josh, I was telling you yesterday, man, I I, I walk into the J and I don't know how many times people say, Are we ever gonna get a major league team again in Kansas City? Like I hear that once a week. So you need to go out there and change the perception. You need to change the perception as well for a lot of fans that JJ isn't Dayton Moore 2.0, and he's not. I promise you, I promise you, he's not Dayton Moore 2.0. But you you know what? You know what people need to see. They need to see action. And all of a sudden, next off season, Otani's making a visit to Kansas City, and and you got it up on the scoreboard, and you're and you're courting him, and you're putting the full court press on Shohei Otani. That's how you change the perception of your franchise. You don't change it by signing, you know, some guy that nobody's ever heard of before, making a trade for a minor leaguer or something like that. You change the perception of your franchise by doing things completely different, and the fans would absolutely go crazy if Otani was here and the Royals were legitimately courting him. And you can legitimately court anybody. It can cost you dinner at Capitol Grill. Big deal. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.